The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's the Garcia Diaries. Welcome to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia. You might know me as the Garcia Diaries on Instagram. What's up, guys? I'm your co-host, Anthony Garcia. Every week, we deep dive real life, marriage, parenthood, sex, pop culture, and anything else in between. Let's get started. Hey, you guys, it's me, Bethany. So Anthony has been so, so sick these past few weeks, like on and off. It's been so weird and he's really struggling this week. And so instead of having a new episode for you, so many people have been asking about our super nanny episode. And so we wanted to republish an old episode that we share all about our experience and our thoughts and what we learned. And if we, you know, still listen to all that advice now. And so I thought it would be great to be able to open up this conversation again. We did just have our live show in New York and it went so well. And we cannot wait to tell you guys all about it because there's a lot of tea to spill. And honestly, there's a lot going on right now that we cannot wait to share with you guys. So stay tuned for next week's episode so we can catch up And please enjoy this episode of us talking all about our super nanny experience and confessions, which I know you guys love. We're going to talk about super nanny, an update, because I've gotten a lot of questions this past week about our experience on super nanny. It must be like playing or something because lots of questions. And then we're going to go into some confessions that are a little nasty, a little crazy, a little wild. And here we go. You ready for this? Let's do it. The first confession says, sex with married men is the best sex there is. I'm not married. (laughs) I think she's saying like, she's not the married one. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like if I was a single man and I was on the prowl for a female to sleep with, I would be hitting up like moms. You, you want to hit up a tired mom? Moms don't want to have sex with you. Listen, because we have to, a, moms have to take care of their family all day long. They have to, they're like out here having sex with their husbands or avoiding it. No, that's like the last person that you want to seek after. I feel like maybe it's more exciting or something because it's forbidden because it's morally wrong. <laughs> but Definitely not moms. Like if some guy's trying to get at me, I would be like, bro, like I already have to have sex with my husband. But like I'm not having sex with you too. I feel like it's the experience that maybe, you know, obviously she's been there, been done, here, that. done that, you know, she's <laughs> yeah. got, she's got some expertise yeah. in this. So uh, I don't know. maybe it's the same, like on a female, like we don't need to react to this next one, but I do want to mention it because somebody said confession Tuesday makes me so horny. And I just felt like that needed to be, I I can't carry that by myself. I need everyone to carry that load with me. (laughs) I guess that can be looked at as like a blessing and a curse. Like it's just mostly You can get turned on by like the smallest thing, but then what if it's the wrong time, wrong place and the smallest thing turns you off? What about confession? Is it the cousins? Is it the tiny dicks? Is it the beating up the balls? Like, what is it about Confession Tuesday that's we need more info doing it here. for you? Is it just Confession Tuesday? Just that's like, just oh, the I'm whole stuck. day. The whole day. And why did, Why is it my face that's on every story? It's that your belly button. Does it for you. My belly button? Oh, good. Love to hear it. 
Someone said, my boyfriend is obsessed with ass eating and face sitting. And sometimes I'm so tired of it. And this is why you don't go after moms. (laughs) We're tired. Okay. But that's, I would imagine, obviously I'm speaking from a, I have no experience in this. That's like the beauty. She doesn't want to like do the extra stuff. She just wants to get it done and, you know, move on. I also feel like if my husband was wanting to do all that, I wouldn't be complaining, but that's just me. Anyways. um, Well, (laughs) if there was not a baby sleeping in my bed, popping her head up at the worst times, maybe, you know, a little bit more venturing can happen. We tried to be adventurous tonight and do it in the bathroom and it didn't work. We had to stop. My body's not cut out to bend those ways. And And it doesn't work when you're the same height. I feel like the guy needs to be taller. Why do you breathe though? Yeah. If you're sitting on my face, like (laughs) where's the fun in that? Oh, you're circling back to that? Um, Not sure. Is that? That's the fun of it. Like how I like being choked. Okay. I think we're getting a little too would vulnerable would that be like a form of bdsm if you no like idea. someone sitting if on your like, face because you can't breathe i don't i don't know definitely you're, also depends on your, your size. face sitter or like your face sat on yeah, hit us up in the dms let us know <laughs> <laughs> um someone said one time when my partner and i got into an argument and he was in a shitty mood i put miralax in his drink so he would have a shitty day that is fucked up. That's so funny. <laughs> so quick story. When I was a freshman in high school, was I fresh? I was a freshman. I didn't even realize it, but I started having like these awful pains in my stomach. I ran a cross country meet. It was a Saturday. Ran the meet the morning, had the pains. The pains just like got excruciating and they got worse throughout the day. My mom ended up taking me to the hospital and I was like constipated. And so it was like, haven't we talked about this before on the podcast? Was it? I don't know. But I remember that. And so they like, whatever it was, it was backing up my like urine and I was just like backed up. And so I had to get a catheter three times. Worst experience (laughs) of my life. They sent me home with medicine and said, drink Miralax and yo, Right through you. You shit your brains out. Put it in your drink and you're right on the toilet. That's fantastic. So to keep that you in are mind. a horrible person. What, me? For doing that to your... Oh, the person. Significant. Yeah. I would never do that. It just seems like too much effort. And then also, I'd have to hear you complain but for the But in rest our of the case, day. like if I'm like stuck on the toilet, that's more on your plate because now you have to be with the kids by yourself. Yeah. So it would like actually... That's what I'm saying. Then I would have to deal with affect that. You. Yeah. Right. Um, somebody said, I'm married and have had a crush on my married pastor for four years. What do I do? First of all, nothing. I would definitely suggest not doing a confessional. (laughs) Is this the Catholic church? Don't confess your sins to him. Um, maybe switch churches. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe don't. What is that Bible verse or a 10 commandment or something? Don't covet Probably also don't cheat on your husband should be a commandment. I have a question based off of this confession. Okay. And maybe crush isn't the right word. But when you're in a relationship, 
we'll just use the word crush. Are crushes a bad thing? I or think like, it, I think it depends because first of all, like I could say like, oh, I have a crush on Chris Evans. Like it's never going to happen. Right. But also at the same time, I really don't have a crush. Like I think he's hot. I don't think there's anyone I have a crush on because when I think of crush, I think of you like actively pining for someone and like wanting them, wanting to talk to them, wanting to be around them, like being flirty or intimidated or whatever. Um, I think it's wrong to like want someone else. I don't know. It's hard. So may- maybe it's just, that's not relatable to me because I've never felt like so that. So maybe crush is the wrong word, but like, let's say. Like if you both have crushes think- on each other and you're flirting, no. like that's, it, that isn't like a no, gateway to cheating. But like, what if you have a friend and I'm like, oh, I think she's beautiful or like, does that make sense? Yeah, I think you can think someone's like hot or beautiful or appreciate how they look or whatever without like actively like wanting them. True. Because crush means you want them. Is that? I mean, I don't know. Like for me, if I said, oh, I have a crush on someone. I'm going to pull up dictionary.com just to see. Oh, here we go. I'm just thinking like. What if the pastor's cute? Like, Yeah. If you can think someone's cute without. But I feel like, for example, if I have a crush on someone, I'm going to be like, oh, hi. Or like thinking about them. Every day. Like if I have a crush on someone, I'm thinking about them. I don't know, but I haven't had a crush on someone since like high school. <laughs> and I feel like you can't have a crush on someone. Like, can you have a crush on someone you're married to or like? Okay. Crush know. definition. An intense and usually passing infatuation. Yeah, okay. So infatuation to me is like you're yes. thinking about them you're, all the yes, time. Yes. Yeah. So an intense infa- infatuation. But like, what if the local burrito spot there's like a really cute girl that works there. And I think, I think she's think, cute. I think thinking someone's cute is not, but like, I think that's fine. What if that's my favorite burrito spot because she works there? Well, are you going to flirt with her? And also what's the name of this place? No, I'm just okay. hypothetical. Yeah. All right. Is that wrong? Is what wrong? To eat a burrito and think a girl's cute? No. That, but like, does that upset you? If that were, like, but I don't care. That's the thing too. Is like nothing really upsets me. Don't just don't put your penis in someone. Or okay, yeah, don't put your penis. I, I yes, thought I said that wrong. Yes, but, but yeah, please okay, don't. Let stick me rephrase it, it. I go out of my way to go to this specific gas station because yeah, the, that's an intense infatuation. True, I think that's wrong. True. <laughs> So Agreed you can or think no? someone. No, I'm scared. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I don't go to the <laughs> gas station. I go to Fry's gas station. I think I got off on a tangent there. I don't think I'm explaining what I want to say. So having a crush. You're saying that you want to eat someone's burrito. Or okay. am I misunderstanding? No. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if this made sense at all. So you can think the pastor's cute, but having a crush is kind of overstepping the boundary. Yeah, I would say crush is a little intense. Because okay, it means you're infatuated. Yeah. You should be infatuated with the Lord if you're in church. Yeah. <laughs> Not the pastor. Truth. So don't act on this Wait, if you think about it, religion is kind of like having a crush on Jesus. <laughs> True it's that. It's an intense infatuation. True that. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Don't mean to offend anybody. But don't act on it. Just... Just stop having a crush maybe, on your past. Maybe find a new church so that way you don't feel tempted yeah. to, you know, do something that you would regret. But 
what if the, preacher, the pastor doesn't feel the same way about her? But what if he does? That's terrible. That's you a have problem. a Carl Lentz situation. That's a problem. Have you ever had an acne breakout come at the worst possible time? I know I have. I feel like I always get the worst breakouts right before a huge event. I mean, right before my brother's wedding last year, I had like the biggest zits ever on my face and I knew I was going to be in front of the camera. It was just felt embarrassing. And like, I don't know, like I wanted my skin to look good. And it always happens at times where I know I'm going to be on camera. We've all had struggles with our skin. And that's why I'm so excited to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to clear acne. At Apostrophe, a board-certified dermatologist will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. All you have to do is fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and medical history, snap a few selfies, and a board-certified dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. Apostrophe treats all types of acne from hormonal to facial and even chest knee, back knee, and butt knee. They treat breakouts from head to toe. So for me... I have a lot of hormonal acne. And so that is my biggest like insecurity. And so I've loved how apostrophes really helped change the skin game for me. And we have a special deal for our audience. You can save $15 off your visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash Garcia. When you use our code Garcia, this code is only available to our listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Garcia Click begin visit and use our code Garcia to sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash Garcia. Use that code Garcia to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this episode. Let's jump back into the combo. Hello and welcome. This is Dr. Shaheen Gadir, and I'm an expert in the world of fertility, the area that I love and have passion for. I have helped thousands of people around the globe start their beautiful families. And in this podcast, The Fertile Life, I interview guests about their path to parenthood and dive into discussions around how the road to becoming a parent shapes us. Through insightful conversations, I hope to create a guide for listeners in all stages of life and break many stigmas often associated with fertility. Follow along as I take you through the journey towards the fertile life. All right, someone said, moving on from pastors to porn stars, someone said, Two porn stars wanted to hook up with me. They were dating. They broke up and I ended dating the guy for a while. Had to get tested for STDs and sign a contract. Super romantic. (laughs) Would you do all that? Like, So I've been on TikTok a lot. Yeah, we know. You've been quoting it constantly. I don't know. TikTok just like, it's way better. He just walks around and he's like, she? And I'm like, what are you saying? It's way better than reels. It's, I don't know, just. I will say, let me say really fast. When I am scrolling through reels, it takes me a good five minutes to find something that makes me laugh out loud. When I scroll through TikTok, it's usually by the the first or the second video, I'm in tears. Like TikTok, there's no comparison. Sorry, Instagram, but TikTok is so much funnier. But anyway, back to TikTok. I saw this video that popped up on my feed from this guy and he was like, Someone asked him a question, and I guess he was a porn star. And he was like, they get tested like every six to like 10 days. And with that Dang. being their job, 
they're not out here doing potentially dangerous things to get themselves STDs because that potentially impacts their money. Right. So they're constantly getting tested. I'll tell you for myself, I'm 25 years old. I've never got tested. Now I've been married to my wife since I was 17. Like our situation's different, but how many people do I know that have been tested for STDs? I don't think very many. How many people Probably do you know? a lot more than you think. It's not something people just go and talk about because there's so much shame and it's so taboo. But, okay, I feel like porn stars, if they're, you know, in the actual porn star industry, um, real porn stars, not just like your camera in the bedroom. Yeah. They're tested frequently and they don't want to get STDs because it hurts their money. Right. So I feel like that notion that porn stars are like these dirty nasty, sick people should be like, should do away. They're probably cleaner than most most people, you know, because that's what their job entails entails. And you know what, what's expected of them from their peers on the job bosses. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of work, but I feel like, you know, if you're going to do that, porn star might be even better than a mom. Oh my God. Maybe. Full circle. So someone said, my boyfriend and I are swingers. We were out with another couple and the guy licked my butthole. Felt so good. My boyfriend's never licked my butthole and I won't ever let him. Whoa. That is fucked up. That's so mean to your poor boyfriend. So I want to know, like, were you in the act out or were you like at, the bowling alley and he just licked her, but like, Babe, how did they this were come probably about? Having se- like, what do you, what do you think? They were in a bowling alley. They were having sex. He said they were out. It didn't say they were in. Oh yeah. She did say we were out with another couple. Maybe she meant like out of their home. <laughs> or maybe it happened at the bowling alley. Who knows? Lots of balls. Lots of balls. That's kind of messed up. If you're gonna let someone else do something to you, and not your partner, your partner should have those same. Yeah, that's crazy. And she's like very confident in but her. Maybe life. he just doesn't want to lick the butt. She also used what she said felt so good. She used like a tongue emoji. It made me kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's rude. You yeah. gotta let your husband Definitely at least rude. get a lick in or something. Well, they're not married. Maybe oh, she's waiting partner. for marriage. Partner. <laughs> she's waiting for marriage, but then there are other swinger lovers. Uh, are allowed to lick it, so that's great. <laughs> so I'm just imagining, like, okay, what what, what, what did your boyfriend's face look like no, when no, he saw that go it. down? Wait, your partner's uh, never done that to you, right? So then, was he like, can I lick your butthole, or was it just like a lick? And like, you're like, wait, I want to like, do that. <laughs> like, how did that situation play out? Oh my god. Well, someone else said my husband wants me to sleep with other guys because it turns him on. Have you ever heard of cuckolding? I think it's called cuckolding. Cuckold, cuckle, something. You um, get like turned on by watching your partner. So when I was at people. the adult store, I went to like the really, there's like curtains in this section and there was like this like cage for your manhood. I'd I'm sorry, what? Like a cage you put around your man private part. Okay, your penis. Your penis. Okay. I'd imagine that's what a cuckold is. No, it's when you watch your partner 
have sex with someone else. So like if the thing that turned you on more than anything in the world was to watch me get dicked down by another man. That's cool if that's what you like. Yeah. But are you, can, I, can we do that? You watch me? No. <laughs> you watch me, duh. You're not doing it with nobody. I'm whatever. <laughs> that's a long sentence. Well, hey, however you get yourself pleasured. No, that's, it's. Only to pleasure you. But he's pleasured as well, right? Watching. Who? You are, would watch. But she's not getting pleasured? Babe, cuckolding is when you yes. get turned on by me yes. having sex with so someone else. you're not... So you're watching. I would... Okay, Wait, but, are, do you watch or do you just know that? I would imagine it? that, let's say I want that, you're on board with that. Yeah. In some capacity. That's so why she said, my husband wants me to do that. So you're getting pleasured as well by another man. I mean, yeah. Okay. So then win, win for all. getting pleasured. Win, win, win. win. Triple win. Because I'm sure the, that random man, Chris Evans. <laughs> it's just, you know what? It's not my cup of tea, but like I said. But is your cup of tea. If you are happy... And your partner's happy, and the third person's happy. <laughs> Fourth person. Do it. Go on with your bad selves. Uh, that's all I have for you. That's truly. We have so much to think about. Did anyone like confess anything not sex related? No. I mean, the Miralax. True. Was not sex related, and we got to hear about your explosive butthole. So that's awesome. Um, so what I want to know is. The people that were here on the Garcia Diary page that were, you know, just not freaks in the sheets. Are you guys still here or did you guys flee? They fled. We just lost so many, so many subscribers. Not just now, like ever since you started Confessions Tuesdays. Oh, my audience like has out. grown a lot. But I think a lot of people are just undercover. Every true. time I look at someone's page, they look like a soccer mom. True. Or like a, you know what I mean? You just proved my point <laughs> from earlier. Yeah, for their husbands, Anthony. Well, obviously, if she's stepping out on her husband, the freakiness doesn't go away. Anyways. If you're a mom, don't hit me up, please. I'm. This is all hypothetical. My sex life is great. Both doors are open. What doors? Good to go. What are you talking about? Both what? doors are open. Nothing. Okay, you guys, I want to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors today, which is Haya. This is the vitamin you need if you have children. We've been using them for a few years now. And, you know, typically children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, other junk growing kids should never, ever eat. And that's why Haya was created. The pediatrician approved super powered chewable vitamin is the one that you need. So while most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, and it tastes great. And it's perfect for picky eaters. Our kids can be pretty picky and they all absolutely love it. They actually 
ask for it. That's how much they love it. I also love that they're formulated with the help of nutritional experts. High is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's also non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. So it works perfectly for so many different children in different lifestyles. And they come in a reusable bottle that the kids get to decorate with stickers, which is probably their favorite part about Haya. And it reduces so much plastic waste. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You can receive 50% off your order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash Garcia because this deal is not available on their regular website. So go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash Garcia and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. I don't know if you guys have heard, but we were on this show called Super Nanny. (laughs) Anthony hates my bad transitions, but I think it's better if it's bad. We've been getting a lot of questions, asking for updates asking if things have like what we implemented from the show. If you don't know what Super Nanny is, it's the show that used to be on back in the day with Joe Frost and she would come into these homes and observe and then she would like wreck your life and put it back together again. Um, it she would must help with parenting still be on because a lot of people are like bringing it up. Yeah. So it's showing somewhere it's in the showing world. showing somewhere. Anyways, they came back for an eighth season in 2020 after being canceled for like years. And we were on it. And we were on and it. And if you want it's to. season eight, episode five. If you want to listen to the experience, go to season one. Well, I don't think we. We talked about d- it. We talked about it, but we didn't detail it. So here's the thing. We at that, when we recorded that episode, we couldn't say like, hey guys, we were on Super Nanny. It was more so like, hey, we filmed a TV show. It's from the first season of our podcast called Generational Trauma. And that one's like, we literally recorded that right after we filmed. So, well, like a month. And we didn't actually like name drop the show, but we talked about what we did, how it helped us. And it was kind of just real raw emotions right after. And the thing too is like, we hadn't seen the episode yet. So we filmed in August of 2019. So almost two years ago now. And it didn't air until January 2020. So we hadn't seen it seen it when we did that episode. Anyways, um, if you've seen the episode, then you're, you'll know what we're talking about. If you want to watch it, don't. I don't know where it's playing. Honestly, I don't just know it was it. on Lifetime. That's all I know. Um, I don't know where it's like streaming. Anyways, um, we've gotten a lot of questions, like I said, about... Like, are we still implementing what Joe taught us? What was our experience? Was it scripted? Like stuff like that. So we'll just dive in. Let's just recap two years, almost two years later. Yeah. All right. So I'll start. If you were to ask me, hey, how was it filming, being on the show? My answer, it was the best, one of the best things that's ever happened. And one of the worst thing that's ever happened. Which kind of doesn't That's make good, sense. No, yeah, but that makes yeah, it makes sense to me because I loved it. The actual work and things that we worked on with Joe, all the stuff that wasn't shown on camera or on the show when it aired, 
was life-changing. Yeah. So we basically filmed for like two plus weeks and it's a 40 minute episode. And all of the things that literally I would say, like these were pivotal life-changing moments. When people ask you, like when people ask me, did it help? And I'm like, it changed my life. Like literally none of that, none of those moments were shown in the episode. You could definitely not (laughs) tell watching it. Yeah. How much of an impact that it had on us. Yeah, it wasn't. And a lot of the stuff that was shown was like. Copy and paste it and different scenes that they pieced together. To yeah, make. it's not. Or stuff that was kind of overproduced. And like the, we were really disappointed with what the episode showed because I thought it could have been like very powerful. And if it actually had shown what we'd gone through. And the moments that I'm talking about are like discussing childhood trauma and deep therapy, intense therapy and really getting the to the root of the issues of mine and Anthony's marriage, like why we were clashing, what was going on in our marriage at that time. And it all stemmed back to childhood trauma for both of us. And that's kind of what we had talked about in the other episode. Anyways, none of that stuff was shown, none of it. <laughs> so um, it's kind of hard to even explain like how it changed our life without going into all of that. The other thing too is like we... Did, everyone asked, do, do we still implement everything that we taught her? Oh, and people are always like, why do you guys rent? If you're, if you have enough money to spend $4,000 on DoorDash and Uber Eats. And it's like, we don't spend that much money on freaking DoorDash. We never did. Another thing that was a little overproduced, you know what I mean? Um, so it's reality TV. It's obviously not all a thousand percent real, but um yeah, like we, everything that she taught us, we kind of took to heart and some of it we had to put in our own words and do it in our own way. Um, people ask, do you still go to the clubhouse to work? Well, a month after it aired, uh, the pandemic happened and all of our amenities were shut down. So no, I don't go somewhere else to work. Um, I have a desk in my bedroom and that's really what I've been doing. Cause you know, we all had to make everyone's life change when the pandemic happened. But, um, the biggest difference from then and now is definitely the way that we talk to each other, how we talk to each other in front of the kids. And that's something that we implemented immediately. And like, obviously it took us a while to adjust and we were kind of having to like help each other out a little bit after she left. But that was like the most important thing to us is to not speak to each other the way we had been previously. A lot of the techniques and things that she showed us were kind of extreme. Um, And who knew, like Bethany said, a few months after, or not even a few months. Yeah. A few months after we had filmed that the whole world would go to shit. Everyone would work from home. So now, you know, like with Bethany, one of the things was, how do you balance working from home and being with your kids? Well, guess what? 2020, everyone, everyone had, to. had to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but for me, having just quit my job, I was still trying to find my purpose. You know, I knew that I was quitting my job to be a stay-at-home dad to, you know, input my time and with the kids, but it wasn't, it didn't seem like I was doing a good job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it seemed like the house was still dirty, if not more dirty. And the, you know what I mean? Like I spent all day cleaning and the house was a mess and laundry was piling up. And so for me going into filming, I was like, 
I quit my job, but I, I don't feel like I'm doing anything well, productive. I think at that point, you weren't confident at all in your role as a stay-at-home dad. And I think a lot of the wisdom that she left you with really helped build up your confidence and like you're like the best well, she, dad she helped me realize that hey yes you're not bringing in a paycheck you're not bringing money but what you're inputting into the kids and the things you're teaching the kids and the time spent with them you can't put a price on that yeah and that's leaving a legacy you know what i mean and so she helped me to realize that and to get away from the societal pressure that, Hey, the man has to be the provider and da, da, da. And I tell you what, if it wasn't for that, I don't think we make it through 2020. Yeah. Um, because we were already struggling with me being home 24 seven. How do we work together, being together yeah, all how do the we time? Make it work? Um, but if we wouldn't have gone through that, I don't believe we make it through 2020. No, I think, and I, I say that we were like hanging on by a thread before we filmed and that is a little dramatic, but honestly, if it had kept going on like that, like we were not in a good place. Like we went to Disneyland and spent and fought the whole time. Yeah. And you know literally I mean? the seven hour ride home, we just fought. And it was like, we were slowly rolling towards somewhere that we don't know what it would have led to, but it wasn't down a good path. Yeah. So that's why I say like Going through the process of filming Super Nanny, interacting with Joe was life changing. And not to say that, oh, you know what she did, everything's easy now, because there are days when I'm just like, I should go back to work because this the kids are all five are like being horrible. Like those days still happen. To I'm sure to everyone. Yeah. And there's days where you know, doing I the show just didn't make life easy for we us. We don't feel like, yeah. I don't feel like cooking. So we order all day and you know what I mean? Like that stuff still happens just not as often. And you know, I, we, I take those punches on the chin and we keep moving forward. Okay guys, I want to take a quick break to talk about one of our favorite, favorite drinks, Element. Element's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means lots of salt with no sugar. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, which is 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams potassium, 60 milligrams magnesium with none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. So why salt, which is a question I get a lot when I bring up Element. When you sweat, the primary electrolyte lost is sodium and you can lose up to seven grams per day. So when sodium isn't replaced, it's common to experience muscle cramps and fatigue, well, Element is used by everyone from moms because it's super important to stay hydrated during pregnancy and postpartum to dads, to NBA, NFL, NHL, Olympic athletes, Navy SEALs, and exercise enthusiasts. We love it. Our kids love it, especially our football player daughter. She loves it. Element is so sure you will love their product and come back for more. They're offering you a free Element sample pack. So that's eight single serving packets free and you just cover the cost of shipping, which is $5. So this is an incredible deal. You can get yours at drinkelement.com slash Garcia. This deal is not available on their regular website. You have to go to drinklmnt.com slash Garcia. Element offers a no questions asked refund. It's totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and we'll give you your money back. No questions asked. You have nothing to lose. Let's jump back into the combo. And I think our 
communication so much better and we're not fighting through those moments and we're more of a team than we were. But a lot of people ask, because I think a lot of people see the episode and assume that, you know, that behavior still occurs with Deuce and stuff. It's so crazy though, because, you know, he used to cuss like that. This is almost two years now. So I think of that and I, I don't even recognize that child. You know what I mean? It's so weird to me because Deuce is literally the sweetest, most affectionate, tender-hearted boy. And none of our kids have cussed in like almost two years now. It was mostly him. Well, it was only him. But um, when we filmed, we stopped talking, that we'd stop speaking to each other like that, like cussing at each other and being mean to each other and stuff like that. Like we literally was like cold turkey, stop acting like that. And obviously there was a lot of hard moments after that where we had to pull it together, but we definitely stopped speaking like that in front of the kids. Deuce stopped speaking like that almost immediately after we stopped, like almost immediately. So just changing that little thing of like, don't cuss at each other. Don't talk like that. Don't treat each other with respect, especially in front of the kids though. Like he stopped speaking like that. Um, I can't even imagine him saying stuff like that today. Like it just seems so foreign to me. There are definitely things though that we were like, uh, it's not for us well, as far as the schedule goes too. Cause she was like, okay, Anthony, you need to take all four kids at that point to the store to go grocery shopping with you. And it's like, why would you do that if you don't have to? Like we, I'm right here. <laughs> like you don't need to take, it's just added stress. I think the schedule is probably the one thing that after like a week of her leaving, it just died. Yeah. Because well, we, we kind of morphed it into our own. Yeah. Version. But like she had a schedule broken down like by the hour. Yeah. And it's like, and one of it was like every day at 7 PM, Anthony needs to go to the pool and have an hour of alone time. And he was like, I don't want to go to the pool. Like, I don't even like, swim. like, I don't want to do that. And so for him, it was more so once the kids go to bed, let me play an hour of my video game or let's watch a show together. Or there was different ways for him to have alone time that made more sense for his personality and our lifestyle. You know what I mean? What else from the schedule? Well, then I'm it, trying to think. Well, then you got, you got HG. Was you, were you pregnant or did you get pregnant? I got year? pregnant in November. So like right after so you got pregnant and then a few months later you get really sick and it's like, yeah, you were confined to the room and then it was me doing everything. So the schedule just kind of, yeah, went out the window and then the pandemic. And happened. we still to this day have a, semi-structured schedule. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. not like we have to do, because we do the homeschool. It's not like we have to do homeschool at this time to this time. Yeah, and it's not broken down by hour. The day, the days are similar, but times just change. Yeah. The biggest thing that we implement still that Joe taught us is the disciplining, how we discipline the kids because we do not spank or hit or do anything like that. Like we implement what she taught us for disciplining, which you'll know what it is if you watch it. And then also how we speak to each other, our communication, our marriage. Like I literally think that she saved our marriage, which is kind of crazy. And like, I don't say that lightly. But it's not like in that moment, it I was felt saved. like we were yeah, getting no. a, like we were on the road for a divorce. No, yeah. Just seeing how life played out and what happened in the world it was like a tumbleweed. We would have just kept rolling. Yeah. The issues would have gotten bigger and bigger. And it would have, I think it would have, like you said, ended in divorce or we yeah. would have separated. Yeah, I think so for sure. 
And it wasn't in that moment where I was like, oh my God, she saved us. Like it was months, if not a year after I looked back and I, and I realized like, oh my God, she changed our lives. You know what I mean? It just wasn't shown in the episode. Yeah. None of the stuff that changed our life was shown, but it's fine. It's all good. (laughs) All I know is if we ever do TV again. We never will. (laughs) If we do, we need to have be able to see it, have some sort of input on what or else we're not like doing It's like why it. the Kardashians are executive producers of their yeah, show like because they get to choose what goes into it. And it's almost like when, like I've always felt like, like oh, I'm real on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And like, especially on our podcast, the first season, we really got into stuff that I'd never gotten into on Instagram. But you're still curating your feed and you're still curating the persona you want people to view you as on Instagram. This was like a whole different, like you cannot curate it whatsoever, but also over, like produce to be who they want you to be. Exactly. So it's weird. Also, here's some tea. Um, three of the couples from that season are divorced. <laughs> now. <laughs> Anyways, if you watched that season, you can guess. So here's what I recommend if you feel like you could use some help or some guidance, some structure in your life with your kids. You can hire Joe Frost without the cameras. Do it. Yeah. She, I don't know how much she's a wizard. She knows what she's doing. Just don't have the cameras around. (laughs) Don't do it. Unless you want to be on TV, but just be prepared for Twitter to absolutely murder you. You know, something that really used to be considered taboo, and I think times are changing, and I think that voices like mine do help when we're talking about these things and making them more normal because it's literally so normal, but periods, like women all have to deal with periods, so why is it not like the most normal thing ever to talk about? Um, You guys know I'm a huge fan of period underwear, and it kind of sounded strange to me at first, but once I started using them, and I've used them for years and years, I was hooked immediately. And I literally have a dream that all of my followers buy period underwear and can experience them like I have. And I'll make the switch because they are freaking amazing. So there's this brand, Thanks. It's spelled T-H-I-N-X. They're reusable underwear that absorb your period. They look and feel just like normal underwear, but better. Thanks period underwear come in a range of absorbances from lightest to super, and they hold up to five regular tampons or two and a half regular pads worth of blood. They're machine washable. Like I literally just toss it in the washing machine with my other laundry and then I hang them dry. It's so, so, so easy. Um, They also are size inclusive. So they offer all their styles and sizes up to 4X. Over 1.2 million people have made this switch to Thanks, and Thanks has a 60-day money-back guarantee so you can try their period underwear risk-free, which really just shows me how much they believe in their product. And I believe in it too because I'm obsessed. My dream is that every single one of my followers buy these underwear and we can all experience how amazing they are together because they are the freaking best. So Thanks is offering our listeners $10 off their first order with code Garcia. Visit RethinkYourCycle.com. That's RethinkYourCycle.com to claim $10 off your first order using code Garcia. Make the switch to Thinks today and you will not be sorry. Let's jump back into the convo. Oh, we haven't talked about the hidden camera thing ever on the podcast, I don't think. Oh my gosh. All right. That's so some tea. 
we'll, we'll go, th- we can get into that. So before cameras even started rolling in our home, Beth and I did on camera interviews and we just gave up all the tea, all the issues we had. We tell our story. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and we, you know, we, they take you to this off to the side and we did that. So we told them everything, what set me off, what I didn't like. And we'd already told them all this in all of the like million interviews we did beforehand, but this was like on camera. So not realizing that they were just going to use what we said and create different scenarios to get a reaction out of us. So they told us that the cameras in the bedrooms were strictly video. Before you say that, when they first arrived, they put these like security looking cameras in every single room, hallway, everything. And they said it's like for our safety and theirs and just to like kind of keep track of what we're doing. Um, And so there's one in our bedroom and they said it does not have audio. Just video. It's just video. So one night they, we're not going to get into the details. They poked the bear and it was a very sensitive topic in our marriage. And it was, it was, and then they leave us to deal with the fallout of everything. And so we get into a fight and it was bad. There was name calling. It was, it's like that. It was very hard to watch, but also we didn't know that it was being recorded. They had left, they had left everything. So whatever. And the next day we like resolve it. We work it out. Everything's fine. So when the episode airs, this moment with audio is in the episode. Twitter killed me. Yeah, I mean, well, I you said, deserved it. I said something that I shouldn't have said, and they yeah, killed me rightfully. You definitely so, deserved but it. that was really hard to watch too because it was like by the time it aired, we had really started repairing our marriage, and he was like, it was night and day of like who Anthony even was because it was almost six months later. It was a while later. Like, I would have rather had have them yeah. show the clip of us going into the closet for about twenty five minutes and then coming out. Oh my god! Then them that you know. But anyways, yeah. I wonder if people like actually had sex like that we're filming. We did, but just no, off I mean, camera. in the on the camera. Oh, because <laughs> I don't think they knew that it was being like monitored like it was. Jesus. Anyways, that's a little BTS. For I me. just remember it's like sitting on the couch and then like I got an itch on my balls. And so I like went to scratch it and I was like. Oh shit, there's a camera right there, like just pointed and at it. The producers like have a van outside where they're like watching <laughs> everything all day long. Oh. And then we had like mic packs on all day long. And so if you had to go to the bathroom, okay, you guys know I have IBS. So I like anytime I eat, I get diarrhea. And so that was hard when filming. <laughs> so they would like, I would be like, I have to go to the bathroom. And so the mic guy would come and like, take my mic off every time. So finally, after a few days, I just started like turning it off myself yeah, and like figured out how to use yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, I'm not telling them every time I have to go to the bathroom. And one time there was this really intense conversation happening and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sick. I think I'm going to throw up, but I really just ran to the bathroom to go diarrhea because I was embarrassed. All the, the cameraman after was like, do you want some of my stomach, whatever oh, yeah, medicine? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was oh. definitely an experience. You know, one day Deuce will probably be used as like a TikTok. And oh my gosh, like, have you seen those trends on TikTok? It's like 
the kid and he was like to the lady that stole my binky and then it shows him on uh, a <laughs> super nanny like as a baby and he's like an adult now uh, he's like i'll always remember you <laughs> something <laughs> that's so funny i think that with the i don't know i wonder how it's gonna affect our kids or like how they play because like you're not like a regular mom like you have a pretty big social media following you have a blue check on instagram so like you're not just like the family in Mesa that went on with their lives. Like you're kind of a Oh, like the family in Mesa that just filmed Super Nanny and then Exactly. And then yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're in the spotlight. So not the spotlight, the flashlight. You know, you have a flashlight, flashlight on you. I don't have a spotlight on yeah. me. I just have a flashlight. I wonder how that works out in the future. But anything else you I got don't for think us? it matters. It's I don't like, think it does either, but he's not like just also a regular like if kid. you Google like, us, I'm sure it comes up, but the kids are not Googleable in that sense. But what I'm so. saying is like Deuce's story, his cranial story. Yeah. It was shared by PC, like P- Phoenix Children's like Hospital. Yeah. The Diamondbacks did a yeah. whole thing for him. Like, yeah. he's not just a regular kid. Like, he's got a compelling story. He's got a, you know, semi famous mom. No, I'm and, not. I don't like, I don't think so at all. I don't know. You know what I mean? I guess like, we'll see. Hopefully, we probably just are continually fucking them up. <laughs> favors so much therapy. Sorry, kids. (laughs) Anyways, if you guys have any more questions about Super Nanny, you can always DM us. I would much rather answer them in private anyways, because I feel like the more I post about it, the more questions we get on Instagram. So that's why I thought it would be better to address everything in this podcast. Anything else you got to say? What, What would you rate your experience out of 10 stars? Like a seven. It and was, that's including the experience and like the episode and everything. Yeah. I would say my experience was like nine out of 10. Well, so, you didn't get killed on Twitter. So amazing. No, listen, my experience. Oh, experience. Okay. Was nine out of 10. And I felt like it helped so much. And I loved her and she was amazing. She's terrifying. She's in my nightmares. And she's also like the best thing ever. And then once the show aired, it dropped like a three out of 10. But like I wouldn't have been Oh, the mad. other thing people ask is like, is Joe Frost like nice or is she mean or whatever? Like she's I, nice. She's so mean and so nice. And she literally genuinely cares and loves you. And she's definitely very like assertive and aggressive and all the things that she needs to be for some of these families, <laughs> if you've seen the episodes. But also what really, really like stood out to me is that when she left and the show was over, it wasn't like she left. Like she still calls us. She called me a few, what was it? Like a month or so ago. And was like, Hey, I saw your Instagram story of Bronx still having a binky. Like, what's your plan with that? And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like literally at like 9 30 PM, she called me. Um, so she still keeps up to date with us. She replies to my stories all the time. She calls us. We can always go to her for advice when we need it. And there's been many times where we've been like on the phone with her. We're talking through stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah. She genuinely cares. And I think that's what makes it all work. But oh, definitely never going on TV again, ever. Um, too Unless much the anxiety. circle wants me to go on there. Oh, Anthony wants to go in the circle so bad. That, sh- that show is so stupid. It is. It's, it's so it's, stupid. He's obsessed with it. <laughs> just like every show you watch is stupid. Whatever. The Real Housewives it's is stupid. It's cinematic genius. The circle, you can be who you want. Oh my God. Anyways. Thank you guys for joining us this week. 
And you can follow us on Instagram at the, at the Garcia Diaries, at Sir Garcia Diaries. And we will see you next week. Peace. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can catch a new episode of the Garcia Diaries unfiltered every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss any of the action. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. You can follow us on social at the Garcia Diaries, at Sir Garcia Diaries, and our podcast page at the Garcia Diaries pod. Talk to you next week. Peace.